declaration. They speak very uh, authoritatively as if, as if they have the blueprint in their hands. Uh, Sometimes I laugh quietly and I wonder where did he get his information. So the first thing I want to note is that these teachings, these instructions, they were the privileged instruction that Jesus gave those that he has brought to himself, those that he was preparing for his ministry and his commission on the face of the earth. I want you to note that. The reason why you need to note that is that the coming of Christ, even though it has serious implication for the entire world, the first beneficiary of his coming must be people like you and like myself who are his disciples. Praise the Lord. So the coming of Christ, we must be able to deal with it in his order. The first matter that is very critical is that when he comes, when he comes, he comes first for you and for me who are preparing for his appearing. And so, what that will mean for the entire world system we will discuss that eventually. But the first thing is that I want you to mark that. So when the disciples, as they were leaving this very magnificent uh, building, the temple, and they were saying, oh Lord, look at these buildings, look at these wonderful buildings. Jesus, with his prophetic high, he said, do you not see all these things? Surely, verily, verily, I say to you, not one stone shall be let here upon another that shall not be thrown down. By that, Jesus was speaking about the fact that what people are gathering around, what people are, you know, boasting about, big buildings, large temples, and all of that that could have been the source of arrogance or something people can boast with. Jesus said, do you see all these things? A time is coming when not one stone will be left on top of another. All of this shall be thrown down. Now, apart from the fact that what he spoke about, he was speaking about that particular temple they were pointing at, but by means of application, it is again going to apply to everything you see. Uh, the entire earth with all these magnificent buildings, one of these days they will dissolve. Are you understanding? Even if you are investing uh, all your resources in putting up all such structures, and you are not investing in that which is eternal. One of these days, the whole of this world will do what? We dissolve. They will melt. And no stone will be put on top of another. That is also going to happen. 
And because it has happened somewhere before, we have clear evidence that what Jesus Christ said will come to pass. Praise the Lord. So, the first light that was shining on my heart as I begin to look at this uh, exposition of his second coming, as the Lord was pointing it out, was the first thing to note that in the light of his coming, any investment that you make that is only earthly bound, you must consider it already as what? As a waste. If I put my treasure in anything that is of the earth that does not have eternal value, that does not have anything to do with eternity, whatever that thing is, a time is coming when no stone will be left on top of another. It shall all be dissolved. So, first and foremost, before I go ahead into details of this matter, any man who is looking for his appearing, any one of you that is longing to see him come in glory, as our sisters and brothers are singing, behold he comes, behold he comes. The first implication of it is for you to recognize that the coming of the Lord Jesus will mark the end, the dissolution of all the things that many men are bound up their lives with on the face of the earth. As we are talking about his coming, I want you to mark that quietly in your heart. So every time I need to talk about the coming of the Lord, two things that I'm always asking myself is, if it comes now, is there anything that I have invested so much on the face of the earth that will pay me when I see them being dissolved? Because the Bible says it is certain that we brought nothing to the earth. And it is certain that we take how many things out? Nothing. And whatever you have not already transferred to the heavenlies, by the time it comes, all of those things, they have become an eternal waste. May you never be a waste in the name of Jesus Christ. Alright. Now, so that raised curiosity in the mind of the disciples. So as Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him. How? How did, he, how did they come to him? Privately. That's the context that I'm talking about. That This discussion was private discussion. It was a discussion that if they didn't come privately, they may not even have known. So they asked him, they came to him privately saying, tell us. When will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? You know they asked three questions. Have you noted that they asked three questions there? What's the first question? Tell us when, when 
will these things be? The question of when. What is the second question? What will be the sign of your coming? What will be the sign of it? What is the third question? And what will be the sign of the end of the age? Three questions that they were expecting Jesus to answer at that time for them. Now, the first question they said, tell us when. Then the second question, what will be the sign? How do we, what, what should we look for to be sure that when we see this thing, we know that you're already coming? And what will be the signs of the end of the age? What are the things we should be looking for when everything is about to wind up? Praise the Lord. Now, as far as the first question, when? Rather than Jesus, first and foremost answering the question, when? In terms of, tell us definite time, definite uh, day, definite hour, definite year. You will notice that in all that discussion, he did not speak about the when, but he gave parables of how to prepare. Hallelujah. So the first thing I want to note here, even in this uh, Bible exposition, is that I was not going to be struggling to predict the issue of when. As several brothers tried to do for us many years ago, it was so bad. I remember that in the early 70s, we were in the meetings, fellowships, and uh, somebody stood up and said, by the year 1975, everything would have ended. And there was a lot of calculations. Ah! Some of us, we did modulo. Uh, arithmetic and we started calculating what will happen how it will be all 